So Justin, I got my hair cut today, mm-hmm. as you can see. Looks nice. I went to a barber shop. I went there two two times before and got my hair cut right before my wedding there. And mm-hmm. both times it was fine. And this time I had the owner of the barber shop cutting my hair. And he was very heavy handed. Have you ever had a heavy handed barber? I've I've yet to I've never been to a barber. Really? Never. Sorry, I got a pizza roll in my mouth. It's okay. So I don't know what that's like. I've been to a salon, mm-hmm. which is where I got my haircut growing up. You mean heavy handed and like they cut off too much hair? Like physically he was rough in the way that he would like comb my hair. Like hurt? Comb my beard. Yeah, like everything hurt. Ah. To the yeah. point that like my neck feels all irritated. Did you say and something? Then, no. Who knows? He might. Yeah, that'd be kind of scary. Like the uh, here, look at the top of my head, uh, like the line. Do you see like oh the, yeah the blood on the hard part? So uh, like the hard part. Will got, you ever go back there? Got all cut up. Yeah, but I'm gonna try to not get him. I don't know. I can't believe that it's scabbed a little bit. Yeah, it's all like cut up on the hard part, and then with the comb when he was combing. He like jabbed my. I've got a mole on the top of my head. And he jabbed Ooh. it real hard. Did you tell him the mole was there? No, but Maybe he had he, he had like combed past it a couple of times. So I was like, okay, he he figured out it's there. Nope, because he's so heavy handed. He's uh-huh. just like doesn't even care. He's ripping that and thing then, off. And then just pop and and like it was all ble- bleeding. And he was like, oh yeah, I think it's okay. And I got in the <laughs> I got in the car and I put my hand up there and there's like blood all over my fingers. And so, so like, is it like cut open? Yeah, I, I like it? took a napkin and like held it to <laughs> to my head for the rest of the drive. Man, that's awful. You and moles, man. I know. Yeah, imagine if he was combing through that and just like ripped it off. Uh, yeah, no, that would have been that would have been terrible. So growing up, I used to go to like not a barber, but I used to go to like not Great Clips. There was another one called Cost Cutters or something. Mm. Do you remember that? Mm-mm. It was like red. No, you don't remember. Well, there was one by my house, cost cutters. It was like a chain too, and <clears throat> I used to cry every time I got my hair cut because of like how painful I thought it was. Hmm. Like when they would like, you know, with the this the whatever you call them, clippers. And then I just always used to th- say that I just have a very sensitive scalp. So every time I get my hair cut now, I tell the lady, I have a sensitive scalp, so just be careful. <laughs> I don't know if it's really sensitive, but I've never been to a barber. I should probably go, especially for my beard too. Mm-hmm. You it's got nice. yours. You got yours trimmed. Yeah. Feels, they do it for you there. Yeah, it feels with nice. With a straight blade. They do it. Mm-hmm. So they've done a good job with the beard every time. I have a bet right now with the other Justin. You do the other one that listens in on this. That if the Patriots and the Texans meet each other on postseason play, if either of our team wins, the other person has to... He's a Texans fan, I'm a Patriots fan. But if either either other team wins, then we have to straight blade shave our entire face. Mm. And I've yet to ever shave my face with a straight blade or a blade at all. So uh, I'll need a barber come that time if, uh, <laughs> if that happens out that mm-hmm. way. Welcome back to the Two Justins Podcast, a show where Justin and Justin talk about two random topics, an episode of Seinfeld, and whatever else is on our mind. That's right. Uh, how you doing, Justin? I'm good, man. Yeah, it's been a while since we recorded, I feel like. Yeah. Like two weeks. 
Yeah, it has been a while. Things yeah. just haven't worked out for us to record. Yeah. Uh, we decided to do a recording over lunch. I made like 60 pizza rolls. and uh, That's a lot of pizza rolls. That's what we're eating now. <laughs> and we'll get through them by the end of the episode. <laughs> I think we have some follow-up with uh, some of your previous medical mm-hmm. experiences. The mole. The mole. Yes. They got the results back. Mm-hmm. I am not dying. <laughs> but it was irregular. And so they want to remove more of the mole-ness around the mole or uh-huh. around the skin. They're not going ju- to just take the whole thing. So, yeah, they're going to, I don't know. They said I, I would have a few stitches. So I'd, they're taking enough to <clears throat> need stitches, however much that is. It'll probably be like a nickel size, I bet. Dang. I've been having dreams about about Waking it. up in cold sweats. <laughs> oh, my God. Because <laughs> last time you had a really rough time. I know. So, I'm concerned. Man. The other day you pointed out the mole I have in my arm, and I've been thinking about maybe getting it checked out. Yeah. Was your mole raised off your skin? Mm, I don't think that one was, no. Neither is mine, so I, I always assume that unless it's raised, I don't need to worry about it. No, no. But obviously, that's not the case. Don't you go annually anyway? No. I was supposed to because I had that skin cancer, and they said, "Hey, you should probably get a yearly checkup every year." And I have yet to ever get a checkup. Oh, yeah, you should probably go back. It was like eight years ago. Especially if you have like a history of actually of having had skin cancer. Yeah, I probably should. Mercedes, you know, it's funny, not funny, but uh, <laughs> she goes to a dermatologist, and mm-hmm. I didn't know where she went to go to a dermatologist. And last week, uh, I drove with her and dropped her off there. And it's the one you go to. Oh. The one right there behind the Walgreens on 107th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And coming out of the dermatologist was uh, someone else I know that goes to our church and their kid is in our student ministry. Mm-hmm. I was like, man. I've seen her there. Yeah. With like, her son. She works there, right? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I just saw her walking out. Yeah. I've seen I've seen people. Like the very first time I was there, like I walk in the back and, and a lady we both know. I was like, hey, Justin, how you doing? I was like, oh, hey. Oh, hi. This is weird. <laughs> I always find it weird sometimes seeing people. Yeah. Like in those kind of places. Like the grocery store, it's different. But like, could she see my record? Yeah. <laughs> Does she know what I'm here for? Well, and then you're wondering like, what's, like, am I going to be in this room, pantsless and shirtless, and then she's going to come she walking in it. in a few minutes? Yeah, trying to be professional. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I ran into somebody from church where we work at the other day at Sprouts, but that's way different than at a doctor's office. Well, that's good. I'm glad it's uh, nothing. Yeah. Yeah, so... So you're getting it off Monday? Is that what you said? Monday. I have it scheduled in my calendar as Justin gets cut and stitched. Is Katie coming with you? Yes. <laughs> uh, Just in case you pass it out. Yep, exactly. Yeah, it's going to be a bigger one if they're going to stitch it. I know. I feel like that's going to be... I've uh, never had stitches before. Well, I guess I, with my wisdom teeth I have, but... Never on the outside of your body? Yeah. Man, ne- that's crazy. Never anything that I could it. see. Okay. So, man, well, there'll be more follow up <laughs> three weeks from now. <laughs> so yeah. the other follow up I have was about getting my blood drawn for mm-hmm. life insurance. Mm-hmm. And this was like three episodes ago. Mm-hmm. I, I was waiting on the results. And in the meantime, the coverage has started. And uh, why did you update it? I'm confused as to the coverage has started. What do you mean? So like, did you not have life insurance before? Uh, not, not like a term life policy. No. Did you get one now because you're married? Mm-hmm. Okay. I see. Yep. Exactly. So me and Katie both got them and do the same thing. Principal life. 
no. You didn't go through our work? No. Okay. Uh, just just a, a term, term policy outside of work. Okay. That way, you know, who knows what happens if I lose my job for whatever reason, mm-hmm. like we're still covered insurance-wise, or for whatever reason I'm unable to continue working, mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. that we'd still have a life insurance policy in place. But, like, the, the premium was higher than what it was initially quoted, and uh, I was not sure what the reason was Mm -hmm. and so i finally got my results back and perfect in everything except for high triglycerides did you research what those are uh not really what they were but how i researched how do or googled how do i lower my triglycerides Uh and it basically said if you exercised at all it would would have (laughs) but instead we're here recording eating pizza pizza rolls (laughs) Yeah, but you like exercising, or you found out you liked it on your honeymoon, mm-hmm. or like you know, liked walking and riding bikes and stuff. Yeah, I definitely think that if we lived in a house close enough to walk to like a grocery store and uh-huh. a couple of restaurants, you would walk way more. I'd walk all the time. Yeah, uh, I was thinking about that today while I was at the barber. There's a neighborhood right there. Yeah, like I was, I was thinking, hey, if we lived in that neighborhood, we could walk to all of these places Harkins. around here the harkins walk to the sushi place uh there's all those stores there's like mm-hmm. a coles and the old navy or yeah that's a nice area yeah so i was thinking dang like these neighborhoods are have like some walkability to it. and there's all those parks and green spaces that are being installed right there by <clears throat> the harkins you can walk to the walgreens right here it's a cvs <laughs> oh my bad <laughs> uh and right down the road you got a uh a fries fries yeah. It took a mile, though. But it's like a mile. <laughs> in 120 degree weather. Yeah. Dying. That, that'd be rough. It's like a mile, and it's like poorly maintained if... It's it, like no sidewalk. Yeah. If it has sidewalk at all, it's not even like... And they're always doing nice road work sidewalk. on that road, yeah. I feel like. Constant. So two, it's a two-lane, right? It's yeah. just one each way. Where, like, if we lived over there, just a few miles to the west, you know, uh-huh. it'd be... We could have little bikes. Yeah. We could bike ride all around. Little basket, yeah. go grocery shopping. Where we went to breakfast this morning, the park cafe. That's how I feel about that. Like in Litchfield Park, there, it'd be super cool to live in a community where Litchfield Park specific. It's like they have that whole downtown area. There's like a doctor down there. There's a dentist down there. There's a library down there. Mm-hmm. All the schools are within walking distance of every home in Litchfield Park. Yeah, yeah, that it'd be really nice to have so much in walking within walking distance. Mm-hmm. And that's why I've always thought it'd be really cool to live downtown it's just the walkability factor Mm -hmm. um just a little cost prohibitive yeah you know yeah well good glad you're okay yeah podcast can podcast can continue that's right just gotta get my triglycerides down (laughs) (laughs) yeah one other thing i got a ticket today you did i did first one in like dude like uh man i don't remember last time i got a ticket I've been flashed like a handful of times from those stupid cameras. But mm-hmm. I don't think they send you anything anymore. I don't think they're like in working order. But uh, I haven't had like a... F- I haven't been pulled over. I don't even know. It's been a while. But I was driving in a minivan. So I assumed when he pulled me over, I wouldn't get a ticket. Like in my head, I was like, well, I'm like a dad now. Like, I don't know. I'm like, I thought I like, I don't like, is that weird to think that? Like, I'm not like in some like Honda Civic all souped up going like 90 miles an hour. I was going like 10 miles over on Indian school. Uh, 
going through an intersection and the cop I'm, i really i almost wanted to ask him how he did it because he was he wasn't even stopped like speed gunning people he was driving on the other side of the road of the median towards the intersection hmm. i was driving towards the intersection i went through it he got in the turning lane turned around and pulled me over <clears throat> and clocked me at like 61 miles an hour oh wow um so i don't even know how he how he how he got me because i saw him coming down the road you know like it's not like he was stopped somewhere but i highly doubt he like pulled out his gun and like you know i don't know well i wonder if he's like driving and just clocking people clocking people and then maybe he's like subtracting his own speed from what it clocks as yeah i don't know Hmm. but pulled me over and uh my wife's in the car you know so she has to say something about it and then uh Say something to you or to yeah, him. like like man, you're always going too fast. Like said something about me. like, oh, I'm not, I'm in a minivan. Our daughter's in the back seat, so he he's in a motorcycle too. I always assume motorcycle motorcycle cops too are kind of more strict than like a normal hmm. cop. These are all just assumptions I have in my head. I think the minivan. Wait, so he clocked you on a motorcycle? Yeah, that's why I was oh, so confused. Dang. Like, how did he get out his speed gun mm-hmm. while driving? Uh, to, to clock me up. Do you think you know? they have something built into the I think maybe motorcycle? they have something like on the front of them that kind of clocks it. But either way, like he was in like the, the, not even in the turning lane yet. He was in the other lane and I'm over on the other side of the turning lane on the other side of the street. Unless there's like a radar somewhere that he's like constantly, like, I don't know, like those things on the side of the road that like tell you your speed limit. I wonder if those are hooked up to cops or something. Hmm. You know what I mean? And they can like see, oh, someone just passed and they were speeding. So I'm just going to go that way and see if I can, I don't know. And see if I can see them. Yeah. So he pulled me over, walked over, and asked me how fast I was going going through the intersection. I said about 60 miles an hour. And uh, he's like, yeah, I clocked you at 61. And I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, can I get license registration? Ask for me for all that stuff. Got it all to him. And he's like, all right, I'll, I'll be one minute. Don't worry. Just hang tight. Like super friendly. Mm-hmm. He's like, where are you guys headed? I said, oh, I'll just take my wife to breakfast for like a date with my, with my daughter in the back. Mm-hmm. And uh, so in my head, I'm like, oh, this guy's not going to write me a ticket. Like he's, I guess my speed, like almost spot on, you know, like this guy is not going to write me a ticket. He's sounding super Sounding chill. super nice. He walks back over and he goes, all right, well, you're going to get a ticket for that, for running that speed through the intersection. I was like, gosh, dang it. It's like a 200 and, I don't know, some dollar ticket uh, or traffic school for like 180. But I just thought the minivan was like going to, I don't know. So are you going to do traffic school? Oh, yeah. You can do it online now. You can do it at home. What? Which is kind of dope. Like at any time? Yeah, like you have to log in for, you can't like take a break though. So once you start it, you're in it until it finishes. Man, they don't even know if you're in it. Well, I think they you ask you questions. playing Zelda. That's right. <laughs> Which I started doing again because I'm looking for all the things. But yeah, it's, uh, I think they, once you start it, you can't take a break for the whole thing. And then I think they probably ask you questions throughout it to make sure you're watching the videos and stuff. Anyways, just thought I'd throw that out there. I got a ticket now. Now you know minivans can get tickets too. I'm a criminal. (laughs) (laughs) Well, sweet. On to Seinfeld. The Pony episode. Pony episode. Season 2, episode 2, if you're following along for the first time. And want to catch up, we're on season 2, episode 2. Jerry hates anybody who owns a pony. (laughs) And uh, really offends his... How do you say it? Manya? Manya. Manya, which I think is like his aunt or something. I don't know. She's mm-hmm. from Poland. And she speaks very weird English. like Very you broken. Know, broken English. Uh, and he offends her. And then she dies the next day. <laughs> so they all think he killed her. 
by saying he hates ponies. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was a good episode. I thought there were some good things in there. It's the introduction of Morty, mm-hmm. the new father of Seinfeld. In the first season, if you follow along, there's a Morty that is introduced one time. Um, Played by a different actor. Yeah, last name Bruns. The actor is last name Bruns. But uh, not a very good, not for the show, like the type of show. Not the Morty we've all known, grown to, to love. love. Yeah, so they have this new Morty who's introduced, way better Morty, and uh, just funnier. He's super cheap. Yeah, I don't know. Like he just seems more like your typical, maybe like dad figure like that. Yep. Um, and then you also get introduced in this episode, which we talked about, was Uncle Leo. Mm-hmm. First time we see Uncle Leo, I believe. I don't think he comes up in the first season at all. I don't think so. <clears throat> but Uncle Leo becomes another staple character throughout like the rest of Seinfeld too. Yeah. Like not every episode, but he's just a, randomly he, r- bumping into Uncle yeah, Leo. He and... is yeah, he's a funny, funny dude. <laughs> Super funny. And you had asked me this earlier, but yeah, like do you know anybody like Uncle Leo? Yeah, he just made me think about like other relatives of mine. Usually like at family gatherings, extended family, there's usually somebody that is talking to you at some point in time about what one of your relatives is doing and you have no idea who they're even talking about (laughs) you've never met that person (laughs) you're like not sure who this person is uh and you don't really care about the details of Mm -hmm. like their job like oh they got a promotion and now they they do such and such okay like i don't know they're like Jerry, he doesn't care about his cousin Jeffrey working in the parks department and being switched from Central Park to Riverside. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I just thought that 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 character is is spot on. Like I feel like for me, I'm like, oh yeah, I totally have relatives that are like Uncle Leo. Yeah, I can think of two. It's the same. I have two relatives uh, that are actually my great uncle, great uncles, mm. and their brothers. And they're the exact same as Uncle Leo as far as, like, I have a lot of family that lives back in the Northeast. Mm-hmm. But I've met a lot of them, but there's a, a whole nother side of them that I've never met, you know, that live, like, up up in Maine, like, way up high. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, they're always talking about random relatives that I have yet to ever even meet. So, <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. One of the bits that I really liked was just the shots of them at the table. And Elaine is sitting at like <laughs> the kids' table that's like butted up against. Is there another the kid end. over there on the other side though? They're all adults at this point, but she's still like relegated down to <laughs> that small <laughs> small table, and she's sitting like a couple feet shorter than yeah. Jerry. <laughs> that's at every. I feel like all family gatherings have a table like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I love that they didn't even talk about it like they didn't even mention it it's just part of the yeah. the scene it My, ma- makes it feel really authentic yeah. except for jerry asking her yeah like, hey do you want to switch seats like we could switch <laughs> seats and she's like no i'm fine <laughs> yeah another relatable point too like i think everybody growing up probably had a table like that oh yeah we did like at my grandparents house the kids table wasn't even connected to the table yeah there was like a small table on the other side of the kitchen or something last thanksgiving uh we sat around my parents dining room table and then we took a big, long, like, one of those ta- decorative tables that sits mm-hmm. along, like... Like on a wall? Like on a wall. Uh-huh. And it's kind of thin and long. So you have people eating at that? We 
butted the table up against the main dining table and had people sitting along the long row all the way down and there's like no place to put your legs because it's not meant to sit underneath yeah, it yeah so you're like sitting all far back and Were leaning you sitting forward. at that table yeah oh, nice yeah I, I volunteered to sit at that table so that other people could other sit people could sit at the other one man servant heart man follow up <laughs> i don't know if we talked about this before uh-huh. but uh, this is during Seinfeld, but who cares? Apple, Apple Watch. Watch. Yeah. What? Yeah. It's been like uh, about three weeks. D- did you get it repaired? Yeah, I called. Uh, I called a lady because uh, I tried to make an appointment to go to the Apple Store. At, the closest one for us is like forty minutes or thirty yeah. minutes up the road. Um, so I called the Apple Store first to make an appointment, and they're like at the Genius Bar because I don't want to like go sit in there and wait for like cancellation. Right. And the earliest appointment was like three weeks away or something. Dang. I was like, gosh, this is awful. She's like, well, you can always like show up at like 730 when we open and just wait for like a no show. Yeah. Um, and she said it happens every day. Like there's no shows. Um, but did, I did you have you talked about your Apple Watch on the podcast? Before? No. Should we talk about it? Yeah. Okay. I have an Apple Watch. Maybe I'll, I'll, <laughs> maybe I'll edit this around so yeah, it's not yeah. during Seinfeld. Uh, yeah. So I got an Apple Watch. Should I explain how I got it? Yeah, you should. Oh, that was so great. So our work, um, where me and Justin work at, we had that really cool, like through our health insurance, they did like a a month of healthy living, like a contest. Um, and I, you remember that, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you, they had all those, they have all these, you know, like things you have to do, like drink an eight ounce glass of water every day and then eat two servings of vegetables and two servings of root. So you had to like keep track of what you were doing all day. Um, and then at the end of the entire month, depending on how much you completed for that month, like you got put in those raffles. Um, Mm -hmm. so our work did this really cool raffle and they had tons of things they were giving away. Like, I don't know what else was there. There was like a Yeti cooler, Mm -hmm. a mountain bike, a tent, a ninja, like not the person, but like a blender ninja. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Hey, you get this ninja. Uh, (laughs) um, so yeah, I remember I was sitting at the table with uh, Joe, this guy named Joe who works in my same area, um, and they started doing the raffle. Was I sitting at? A t- I was sitting, sitting somewhat close. near you. I was at a different table, I think. And that week, you and I had specifically talked about, man, I really want to buy an Apple Watch because you yeah. were looking into buying one too. Yeah. Or something like you got it for a gift, right? Well, I think that we knew that there was going to be Apple watches given, given away. away. Yeah. Oh, so, that was such a good. Like we were just dreaming about yeah. this Apple Watch. And yeah, because both of us had wanted one. <clears throat> so yeah, you're sitting close to where I was at. And they started doing this raffle. And up on the stage, they had like those seven envelopes that had something in it. So they were giving away like six Apple Watches or something. Mm-hmm. So they had like the seven envelopes. And they drew for the first envelope. And it wasn't me. But they got it to the person. They told him to open it. And he opened it. And it was an Apple Watch. Like it was like a card that said, hey, you won this Apple Watch or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like they're giving away these Apple Watches just like that. And mm-hmm. uh and there was that I, I, I don't think we knew they were giving away a ton of them. Mm-hmm. So they went around, did the raffle, and throughout the raffle, they just kept doing envelopes, like here, placing them here and there. And the raffle just kind of went straight through. So the next envelope, someone got opened it, and they won an Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. And then the, went around some more. Third envelope gets passed out, opens it up. It's an Apple Watch. <laughs> so like we're like, man, all those envelopes are Apple Watches. You know, like there's a ton of them on the stage. And I'm sitting next to this guy named Joe. And they call his, they call his number and they get the envelope and he's like, 
I'm getting an Apple Watch, you know? Mm-hmm. And he gets to the stage and opens up his envelope. <laughs> and it was a mountain bike. <laughs> like, it was just like a, like a, well, it was like a commuter bike, like a, a special kind where you like go to the store and they, they do it fitted for you and you get to pick yeah. all the stuff on it. And uh, like he looked excited, but you know in his head, he's like, I want an Apple Watch. I thought this is an Apple Watch. <laughs> so uh, they did some more raffles and the next envelope my number got called for, mm-hmm. you know, the raffle. And I remember going up there, and I opened it up, and it was Apple Watch. So it was kind of funny because Joe just happened to get the mountain mm-hmm. bike. And all the rest of the envelopes were Apple Watches. Um, <laughs> so it was just kind of crazy because, yeah, we had talked about it, like, that week about getting an Apple Watch. And then I had to go to, like, HR and say, hey, I got the Apple Watch. And I don't know what they – they had, like, verify that I had it or something because they, they weren't there in person. Remember, I had to wait for it. Yeah, the Apple Watches weren't, weren't there, but they were they – weren't they were calling our names like i think our names were in the the raffle oh it wasn't a a number because they called justin and i freaked out yeah Yeah. because they didn't say the last name right away well and then yeah and they're like justin doyle (laughs) i'm like oh no (laughs) yeah but the apple watches weren't there yeah so then you had to wait and it ended up being like a, a super month. long wait. I was emailing HR like once a week, like, hey, are those Apple Watches in here? Like, I shouldn't be asking, but like I really you, want it. You won the Apple Watch, and then... The next day, you ordered one. The next day, I was like, oh, right, I, I won an Apple Watch, and I just ordered one. And it came before I got mine. Yeah, I got mine before you. <laughs> yeah, like two weeks before I got mine. It yep. took forever. I don't know. I can't remember what the deal was with that. So anyways, won this Apple Watch. Super exciting. <clears throat> And then Christmas of this year, I was playing indoor soccer with my Apple Watch on, and it it broke. Like, I had to take it off at one point during the game because they told me I wasn't allowed to wear it, and I, I, like, gave it to the person in my bench, and then when I got my bag from the bench, the whole screen was, like, popped off my Apple Watch. Hmm. I remember asking the guy, like, hey, did you notice, like, did I drop this or something? He's like, oh, yeah, I don't know, like, the screen's broken. I'm like, Okay. Like, maybe someone stepped on it. I don't know. Like, something happened to it where the hmm. screen was popped off. But it was kind of interesting because the whole screen was propped off, but you could still use it. Mm-hmm. So, the screen was off, but the touch screen still worked. It just was dislocated from the mm-hmm. from the body of the Apple Watch. So, that was like in Christmas. And then the week before we had Luella, so like the first week of August, I finally decided, hey, I'm going to try and get it fixed because it was just sitting on my nightstand on the charger for... <laughs> <laughs> like seven months just sitting there with the, the body all detached just really sad looking i used to look at it every morning um so anyways they uh the apple store really long wait to get it back um so i ended up calling apple like the just the normal customer service line which i now will always do that i will i'll never go back to the apple store hmm. i thought it was super <clears throat> well done um like the the lady on the other end of the line was really helpful but um, which I'm assuming all Apple employees are like that when you call it. Like, they're pretty good about being, you know, mm-hmm. excellent and all these things. But I called her and kind of explained what was going on with my Apple Watch. And she was able to diagnose it over the phone, like what happened. And I guess the series, the model I have, there's something where the batteries in these Apple Watches are bulging. Oh. And it's causing screens to pop off. Interesting. So, so I, I guess a, uh, not a recall went out, but there was like a ton of Apple Watches that happened to. So they were just replacing all Apple Watches that had that happen to it. 
Mm. So I called, we were on the phone for like an hour probably, like talking through it. And she asked me like about it and what it was looking like and had me restart it and do a bunch of different things and unpair it from my phone. And then they sent me a box in the mail. It came the next day. So it was like one day shipping. Well, they sent me this little box and I opened it up <clears throat> and Apple had like a, like a box in there that was basically like any other Apple product you buy that's like super clean and white and mm-hmm. really nicely packaged, which Apple does such a good job of packaging their product. Like when you open up like an Apple product, it's like, oh my gosh, this is so awesome. It's the best. Like the way they have those plastic tabs that you can like pull out everything, <laughs> like it pulls pulls it out of the box. It was just like that, but there's nothing in it. And I was able to take my body of my Apple Watch and like secure it in there. And then they send you the tape to retape it. They send you the packing label. It's one day shipping back. Mm-hmm. And then they diagnose it within a day. And I had it back within the same week. Wow. So I got it right before we had Luella. So they just ended up like replacing the battery and resetting it? No, they replaced the entire watch. No, oh, they just get, swapped brand, it out. Brand new watch. Not, oh, wow. not, a, not a band. Right. But they replaced the whole thing, which I was super surprised. I was like, man, that's wow. That's really generous of them. Reunited and it feels so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Good nice. Follow-up. I'm surprised you just noticed that right now. I know. Because I've had it for like a month. You have. But I guess you'll you probably I, look at my wrists. Yeah. It's not until your wrists are resting on the the desk that yeah, and I forgot like how great it is. Oh, I love it. Yeah, like I, yeah, I don't know the texting and the everything you can do on like I don't know. It's super great. Glad you got it back. Yeah. Well, I guess that does it for Seinfeld. Yeah, that's true. That's true. There was one more thing I wanted to talk about that we don't have to talk about. No, no, I was just joking. Oh, so I think one of the other things that I noticed in that episode that I thought was kind of funny and relatable is. In that episode, early on, Kramer has this idea to build <laughs> levels, and yes. uh, the the line that in I in their apart in his apartment, in his apartment. <laughs> and Jerry asks him like, "This ain't gonna happen. Like, you're not gonna do that." And Kramer's like, "No, like I got the pillows, I got the saw and the tools. I just need the lumber or something." Like he's and Jerry's like, "What about the plans?" He's like, "Oh, it's all in my head." Um, so it made me think of like. What was the last thing I did at home that was like similar to that? Where like I didn't have a plan and didn't have the resources, but I was going to build it anyways. You just and started and started and maybe just never finished it, or just like didn't turn out the way I wanted it to turn out. So I thought that point in the episode, uh, I'd recently had just done that with a wall in my backyard. I finished it, but I had no plan. Didn't really know how it was going to work out. Just started it and hoped it would. Just started putting, started, stuff, putting together. stuff together and hoping it would work out. Hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I was going to ask you if there's ever been anything in your life where that's where that's happened to you. Maybe um, there hasn't been, but I, I plan quite a bit. Like I built a, a desk. It wasn't a great desk, but it was my desk. The one with the refrigerator on it. Yeah, the one with the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. And I think you we have may it have, here. No, no, I don't have it here. I got rid of it um, when I moved into this house. So. What. Didn't really have the need for it. Yeah. Poor thing. I know. It served me well. (laughs) But yeah, no, I I started out with, uh, you know, I drew out plans for that. Um, Tried to plan it out best I could for what I thought I wanted. Yeah, I think that that uh, tends to be my MO when I'm building things, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to draw it out. I usually think about it for a long time before I try to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't do that. So I thought about those shelves a long time before I hung them. 
But you didn't make those, did you? No, but just hanging them, I was like... Are those new? Uh, they've been there. They've, yeah, they've been there. I don't know if they were up last time you were here or not. Never noticed those Star Wars things up there. Oh, yeah, the Star Wars... What's inside of those? They're Star Wars watches from Burger King. How long ago? Uh, It's got to be... Let me, let me grab one. So it's got every episode. Oh, oh. Surprised I didn't knock over more things. Alright. So, I've had these since probably, I'm guessing since the third, since episode three came out. The third prequel. So you have six, one per. One per episode. Uh-huh. So this one has Obi-Wan the and young, the young Obi-Wan. Darth Maul. Alright. Where'd you get these? From Burger King? I'm pretty sure it's Burger King. You just bought them all at one time or what? Oh, I remember these. You remember these? Oh. And it's like the the reversible. It's got like a holographic and then like reversible bands. So they like if you want to be spin around. If you want to be like light side, eyes. dark yeah. side. Hmm. I just I I like the tins. I like the way they look. <clears throat> you know. I wonder if these will ever be worth anything. Like way down the road. Probably not really. You never know. I mean, probably more than what I paid for it originally. You should put those on eBay just to see what happens. Oh, yeah. Burger King. There we go. There are six Have It Your Way Star Wars Saga watches to collect. Complete the saga Star Wars Episode 3. So it was about... Did you ever wear them? Nope. But I did buy them all. In one time. So what? What year? So what year would that have been? Two thousand three. Episode three. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. About two thousand three. I think. Because I think I was in eighth grade. Because I remember one of my teachers, uh, took the day off work, stayed up, saw the midnight showing, and then saw the first two showings back to back. Your teacher did. Yeah. So he saw it three times in that mm, first. Two thousand five. Oh, okay. Two thousand five. So I, I guess that would have been eighth grade. Wait, no. No? You're, you were probably a freshman or sophomore. 2005. I was a freshman. End of my freshman year in 2005. So I think 2005 is when I started my fr- But it came out during the summer, didn't it? November. November. So you would have been a sophomore. Didn't you graduate in 08? No, I graduated in 09. Okay, so that would have been your freshman year. Like your beginning of your Five, freshman six, year. 5, 6, 6, 7, 7, 8, 8, 9. Dang. So you are November freshman. of my freshman year? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-mm. Sorry. <laughs> so sorry dvd release november 1st okay release date may 19th 2005 oh end of my eighth grade year okay that makes sense i was like I, <laughs> I swear i remember my teacher taking the day off work to be at star wars yeah. sorry well those are cool yeah nice so so yeah the shelves took you some yeah time to think about it i'm totally uh opposite when it comes to shelves Oh, <laughs> I put the can back up, but I didn't put the watch back in it. It's way up there. And that was part of my problem with deciding where to place the shelf. <laughs> was I can barely reach the shelf where it's at now, but <clears throat> I feel like the spacing works yeah. to yeah, be able looks, to put stuff. Looks nice. Well, I think that uh, wraps up our Seinfeld. Unless you had something else to share. 
No, but I'll uh, I'll link a uh, link to those watches in the show notes oh, so yeah. that if anybody's interested, they can see what they are. Yeah, that'd be good. All right, on to the topics. Topics, yes. So random topics. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull one from a suggestion. Okay. Uh, I feel like we talk about him a lot, but the other Justin, <laughs> he seems to add a lot to the show, and he's never here. He's the silent partner. Yeah. He's always giving us updates. And the silent third Justin. Yeah. And we'll just keep referring to him as that. <laughs> Special guest one day. Uh, public restrooms. Mm. So yeah. You're up first. I prefer to not use public restrooms. Mm. As do probably in, most people. In most situations. Uh, if I have to, QT is a good option. Always. It's always clean. It's always clean. Uh, props, QT. I'm trying to think. Nice restaurants tend to have good restrooms. If they don't, it seems incongruous. Mm-hmm. Incongruous? Incongruous. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. So typically, my stalls of choice are the furthest along. Like the furthest down the line is almost you, always my do you feel like that's because because it's the furthest less people have used it because they just go to the first options so or is it because the furthest <laughs> is usually the handicap well stall? so if the furthest is the handicap then i typically do the exact opposite and do the first first one i like being by a wall Okay. I think being by a wall like you don't is key to my you experience. You don't want to have a stall on both sides of you. Correct. Yeah, like you want to have... Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah. I, w- I want to have as much privacy as possible. Uh-huh. Same with the urinal. I, I prefer the furthest down the, the, the way. Usually, though, it ends up being... A, like a child's urinal. Like a child's urinal. Hopefully, they put it in as the first one, but usually they... Like so, where we work, the very end one is the child one. And I pee in that one all the time. Yeah. It's no big deal. <laughs> yeah. So I think the, especially when I'm peeing, when I can see the people uh-huh. beside me, like I just want to be as far away from them as, as possible. Far- <laughs> like, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, urinals should always have dividers. Places that Some don't. don't, though. I know. Places that don't. It's like, what are you doing? Like, like the Cardinal Stadium. Yeah, like this is... Oh, man. Do you remember ones with troughs? Like, have you ever been to a place with a trough urinal? <laughs> yeah, Manzanita Speedway. It used to be a sprint car racetrack out here in Avondale. My grandpa used to take me all the time. Oh, man. And it was a big trough, and I was like six years old. Like, uh... <laughs> yeah, my grade <laughs> school... My grade school that I went to kindergarten and first grade in Flagstaff uh-huh. was all trough urinals. Yeah, that's crazy. That would never so happen like, now, I don't think. So, like, all of the kids can... Just pee together. Just see each everything. other, everything, while they're peeing. <laughs> uh, can I say that? Do I need to okay. cut that out? I think it's fine. Okay. <laughs> like, it's just very awkward. Yeah. And Those troughs probably don't exist very often anymore. No, I don't think they do. I haven't seen one in the wild in a long time. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's so, awful. But yeah, if it doesn't have a divider, uh, do you not go? Like, no, I I try to, but I don't know when people are like walking up beside you and it's like you like, feel pressured. You yes, the pressure. It's all the pressure. It's like, why isn't this guy going? I'm the same exact way. 
Oh man, and the are, are like when there's a big line, like if you get oh, out so of weird. a movie theater but you need to go to the bathroom real uh, quick and you're like waiting in line, I'm like I'm just going for a stall. Yeah, I'll wait I'm not even for a stall. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not even gonna try. Like <laughs> like to, I, I know nobody's like timing me, but it feels like the whole line's like, yeah. Why is why is that guy still there? Why is that guy not <laughs> people keep hurrying up? People start moving around you and you're like, Man, I'm taking forever. <laughs> uh, yeah. P shy, man. Oh, that's the worst. It's hard. It's hard. But then you, a urinal, you have like your own little box. You have your own little place to uh-huh, be, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. And uh, like if it feels like a clean restroom, like, you know, I'll close the door, I'll lock it. I'll, sometimes I'll take off my hat and I'll hang it on the yeah. little hat hanger. Yeah, that's nice. A little coat hook. Yeah. Uh, You're talking yeah. about a stall, not a Yeah, a stall. Like, what, uh, especially if I'm not not peeing then yeah. then i'll definitely take off my hat yeah um yeah. just try to get a little relaxed <laughs> just try to get like george Costanza taking off all his clothes <laughs> take it off his shirt he walks out <laughs> anybody see that painting in there <laughs> uh, again we're a few seasons away yeah that's fine uh, yeah so i don't know those are those are the, those are your thoughts the other thing so i thought it was crazy at first but now i I've begun to think that it is amazing. So in Paris, in their train station specifically, uh, basically in Europe, there's like no public Uh restrooms. Anywhere? Uh, Like basically anywhere, yeah. Okay. Uh, It's all like like restaurants and stuff. Like you can't just walk into like a McDonald's. And and, use a restroom. And use a restroom. It's all like codes. You have to type codes in to the door. The doors are locked. How do you get the code? It's on the bottom of your receipt. Oh, so you have to pay. You have to yeah. buy something in order to open the door. And was that, that a problem when you were walking around? No, not too bad. That I wasn't a huge fan of just because uh, I didn't feel like that gained me anything as a consumer. Like, yeah. Like it's, but in the train station, you had to pay to use the restroom. There was a person sitting there wait, okay. waiting you walk up, you pay them the money. Do you have to tip them? And then you go in. No, you don't have to tip. And then okay. you go in and use the restroom. But I thought that was insane until I had the experience of like it being a really busy train station. And you would think that the train station restroom is going to be awful, which it was in other parts of Europe. In like Eastern Europe, it uh-huh. was is not nearly as fun of an experience. <laughs> and it was free. Yeah. But what paying for it allows it to, what that allows for is you've got a full set of staff and literally there was like a lady in the men's restroom, which was kind of weird. Like just redoing things? Like as soon as somebody comes out of the stall, she like goes in and wipes it down. Okay. Like it was pretty incredible. So like every time you go to a stall, it's like freshly wiped down like everything's like all clean like, like you know you're not gonna sit on like pee stock. or something yeah exactly yeah. It, like everything was pristine uh yeah it was just like okay Man. i can i can get behind this like yeah, i think that'd be and it probably having to pay cuts the usage in half yeah like people are like i'm not gonna pay for that yeah i'll just hold the dog home. home man that's uh pretty incredible i kind of enjoyed it i don't think that ever it was a, a luxury experience yeah i feel like that would never happen in the united states paying for a restroom yeah it's like paying for water 
Yeah. I feel like when I was like when I was in my college years, we used to go to like clubs and you go to the bathroom in there and there's like a guy in there. Yeah, just like, like the random with, like, dude and like random things. <laughs> and even if you don't use him, I almost felt obligated. Like, am I supposed yeah. to tip this guy or like what am I doing right now? Like, I'm washing my hands and he's giving me like this paper towel that's thicker than my towel I used to shower with. You know, it's like yep. a super nice paper towel. I've never quite understood. Uh, what are they called? Mat- matrons. Kramer's, Kramer's mom is one as well. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh what's kramer's mom's name babs babs <laughs> uh, that's a great episode that's uh, we just keep going yeah i've never understood those guys in the restroom with like mints and so what do i what do, like I maybe a crazy upscale restaurant where it feels like there's a butler in there yeah. you know but like i've been to a, a restaurant right by the cardinal stadium that had that like in well, Westgate? It, yeah, it was like a really weird... Basically, it, like I, I just thought it was a, an Irish restaurant. McFadden's? Yes. <laughs> so like I went there uh, for somebody's birthday party. Like uh-huh. we were just like sitting around uh, grabbing some apps on like a Saturday night. Uh-huh. Uh, just, you know, for an hour for somebody's birthday party. Over the course of like 20 minutes after we sat down... It changed from like an Irish pub to like, to like a nightclub. A nightclub. <laughs> like the waitress literally came back and had no pants on anymore. We're like, and we're uh, like, uh, okay. <laughs> th- am I crazy or did our waitress used to have pants? Uh, yeah, and then and then all of a sudden you go to the bathroom, but there's like a guy like setting up like bottles, and I was <laughs> like, weird. what? What is going on? Why are you setting it's up? Like, bo- who doesn't put on deodorant before they go out? Yeah, who's like, oh shoot, I need some deodorant real quick. <laughs> Let me quick. give you nine dollars for a little spray. Yeah. yeah, it's awful. It's weird. Yeah, I hate public restrooms altogether, and I'll give my little bit. I'm real similar to you, but backstory on why I hate public restrooms. <clears throat> so when I was growing up. And this might be too much information for anybody listening, but I'm going to share it. Maybe it's not too much information. But uh, my mom would not allow me to stand up when I used the restroom. Oh, no. Because <laughs> she didn't want, like, any splatter anywhere or whatever. So she would always, like, I don't even know how she knew. Like, I would stand up and she'd, like, next day clean the bathroom. Like, hey, did you sit down when you went to the restroom? So growing up, I had to always sit down when I used the restroom, which I think created in my brain like an issue with using a urinal like in the bathroom you know because like that's where it comes from yeah probably like i didn't i didn't couldn't stand at home so then when i went to a, a public restroom i didn't want to use a urinal and i'd go into the stall and it'd be filthy so i'd be like uh, like i'm stuck now like what am i supposed to do in here <laughs> so i'm always i've always been someone who like you like i do not like to use public restrooms like unless it's a place i know that has like good restrooms or it's clean and specifically that like turned into i i don't know why i remember this but growing up i would only go (laughs) i would only go number two in public at a target only at At, only at a target and i think i used to go to target a lot when i was little with my mom and i i think the restrooms were nice when i was younger i've always felt like target has decent restrooms mainly because it's like a low traffic restroom. Yeah, like you're not yeah. they're not turning over a lot of butts in Target. <laughs> so yeah, like I hated them growing up, but I would go in a Target and even to this day like I have a really hard time like going in a urinal. 
Like I'll go like at work, like I go in a urinal. Yeah. But it's the same with you. Like if there's anybody next to me, I'm like, all right, I'm out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Let me just flush this real fast. The other thing I like about. Oh, that's the worst. The the fake flush. Yeah. (laughs) I've done that a couple of times. Did they hear that? Or like. Where you're like, all right, I'm just going to flush and come back later. (laughs) You just flush and leave. The worst. Well, I find this to be the worst. Especially at work, because we know a lot of people who are in the auditorium. Like, you know people, the members of the church that come there. Yeah. Like, I hate when I'm talking to somebody outside of the restroom, and I finish my conversation, and then I go into the restroom, go to a urinal, and like, they walk 30 in. seconds later, they walk in to use the restroom, they go right next to me. I'm like, oh, hey again. Like, and I was just talking to like, you. Like, want to continue the they conversation. Always, they always want to start the conversation. I'm like, just, can we finish this up outside? Like, just <laughs> act like you don't know who I am, please. But, uh... The other thing I really like in public restrooms is when there's music playing. Yes. I think that makes it uh, way better. Um, totally. When it's like not not to where you can't hear the music, but where it's like actually like like music that you can. Where it's loud enough to kind of yeah, yeah. distract it makes it way from better. the noise. Yeah. When it's silent in there, it's like just awkward and weird. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm the same as you. I can't. It's it's uh, It has to be a walled urinal. It's got to have two sides and i prefer a stall specifically a stall and i don't even care but i, I like to use the handicap stalls is that wrong <laughs> you just <laughs> I like the uh, i like space? I, I like the space uh i like the handicap stalls that are a little smaller so like at our work there's that big handicap stall and at the very end it's like just a little bit <laughs> i feel weird talking about this but there's like that little bit wider stall it's like that slightly still has wider, poles on both got, sides yep and it's a little wider, and I just feel a little bit better in there. But then I'm always worried, like, man, what if a handicap person comes in, all the stalls are taken, I'm, I'm in this handicap one. Like, what's my excuse going to be when I come out to say, oh, man, I'm not handicapped, but I was using your stall. Though their stalls were full. <laughs> they were all full when I walked in here. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm not a fan of public restrooms either, unless it's a certain situation. I prefer wait till I get home. Thanks, Justin O. Now everybody knows, one of the most secretive places in the world, what our, what our thoughts are. Do you uh, sit down at home? Uh, it depends on the occasion. Like, <laughs> <laughs> sounds weird, but uh, like if I'm doing yard work, this sounds weird, but like I won't sit down. Like I'll just go in and pee and then go back outside. Yeah. But if it's like, yeah, like if it's, if I'm like, yeah, I don't know. It just varies on what I decide to do. Yeah. I think I do more often than not. I probably sit down. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Does Mercedes care either way? No, she doesn't even probably know. Like if she were to listen to this, be, if she were to listen to this <laughs> episode, she like, she'd be what? like, "What the heck?" <laughs> uh, so she has yet to listen to an episode though. So, <clears throat> but uh, it's so strange. I know, but now everybody knows. <laughs> oh, just don't out those pee secrets, man. Oh man. Uh, it's gonna be awful if like yeah, this great. weekend at work someone's like so uh <laughs> oh they will now i heard you uh sit down <laughs> uh, i heard you sit down it's like like a secretive it's like a, it's like a disease <laughs> you're a sitter <laughs> this conversation too reminds me of the other episode of seinfeld the newest one in curb your enthusiasm oh where they talk about the eye, the eye toilet which is an app for the iphone I haven't seen that. Oh, you should you should watch it. George creates an app on his iPhone that finds the cleanest toilets in the city and tells you if they're available or not. <laughs> I feel like that'd be uh, a that'd be a hit. That's a great idea. Yeah. So 
that's that. There's a number file video. I can't exactly remember how it goes. I might just cut this whole part. Um, about, like, if you go into, like, a situation with a lot of doors to open in a restroom. Like, the way you, like, open... Like, the probability? You, like, open three doors... So, like, the example is given is, like, a big music festival with a lot of porta potties uh-huh. and, and, like, instead of going porta potty by porta potty to try to pick the best one, you open three doors, and then, like, you open one more, and if it's, uh, open, if it's clean, like, you take the cleanest of, like, those options. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. And, it, and, and it's, like, a weird statistical I think I've heard thing. it before. Yeah, it's like a weird statistical thing where like it it's like not within like 90% that's going to be like the best. Okay. Or like in the top 90% of all no matter if there's 10,000 toilets like it'll be in the top 90%. That's odd. Yeah. We should research a study, follow up. I can't remember what it is. Should I keep this in the Yes. Okay. Cuz I think we should talk about it next episode. Okay. I'll link it I'll link it and we'll research it for a follow-up. So mm-hmm. the, the link to the video will be in the show description. Yeah. All right. So my random topic, I don't think it will be quite as long, but I recently was told, so like I, I was at work on a Saturday mm-hmm. and a volunteer said, where's your wedding ring? And I said, oh, I forgot it this morning. Mm-hmm. And she said, you're not supposed to take it off. And I was like, ever what, what do you mean she's like you're not supposed to take it off i was like i take it off every night she's like you're not supposed to take it off at night i just thought that was surprising and so i started asking people and a lot of people like never take their wedding ring off uh-huh do you take your ring off well no but but i have this little plastic one yeah the little silicone one yeah like i i don't know if i ever took off my other one either i don't think i did interesting like i, I sleep with i slept with it on i think i know my wife sleeps with hers on Interesting. Me and Katie, we there's a dish and we put our. Is it a dish that has like a long thing on it and you put them on top of it? No, that'd be cool. It's my just da- like a little heart shape dish. Is it on her nightstand? Uh, it's in the bathroom. Like in the middle. Yep. And we just put our rings on there every so night. My like silicone right before you go to bed. There too. Like right before you go to bed. Uh, or like if I'm in for the night. Like you take a shower, you throw it in there, and then. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So I I think of it kind of like, like my watch or. A belt, like it's just like another piece of accessory. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So your topic is taking off the ring, or just <laughs> wedding rings in general. Yeah, like I don't know. I just wanted <laughs> to say that I don't understand. Yeah, it seems like I'm. I'm. It, I. I didn't think that that would be an anomaly of a thing, and I guess you don't take yours off either. I don't, and neither does Mercedes. <laughs> no. So I, apparently well, I'm in like the minority here. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, I don't think I ever take it off, but there are instances where I like, it slips off my finger. That's the silicone Even one? Even the silicone. And I'm always thinking like, man, maybe I should take it off like before I shower or something. Yeah. Because, you know, it could slip off. But yeah, I don't think I've ever taken it off for anything. Like I leave it on. Hmm. Even like when I'm cooking hamburger meat and I'm like making hamburgers with my hands, I leave it on. It's probably not sanitary. Yeah, that wash it. <laughs> wash my hands. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I think. I know my parents do. They take them off. My parents take it off, so maybe it's like a. Maybe it's a family thing. Yeah. 
It's generational. So we now have an Instagram account. Yeah. So with this topic that Justin just brought up, <laughs> uh, we're going to actually do something a little bit different that we that we currently have never done before, but I guess on our Twitter too. Um, but with these wedding rings, we want to just ask your opinion. So every single episode now, we're going to start posting questions for you to give your feedback or actually just to vote and see where we're at with everybody that watches in with two Justin. So this upcoming week, uh, once we post this episode, uh, there'll be a, a story on our Instagram account that you can go ahead and vote on these different things. And if you aren't on Instagram or on Twitter, or you're just getting into it uh, for Instagram, uh, the username is two underscore Justin's. And on the Twitter, uh, I don't know if it's the same. I'm assuming it's similar. Two, at two underscore Justin. Yeah, so same for the Instagram. Uh, but make sure to follow us on Twitter and on Instagram uh, to make sure that you get the, the latest of what we're doing. And uh, we might put stuff on there that we want to talk about and ask your opinion or uh, see about different things. So uh, make sure to follow those two different accounts. And like I said, later this week, uh, we're going to post some polls. And we want to hear from you about wedding rings and if you take yours on or off or if Justin is crazy. All right. I just posted the one for Twitter. <laughs> so the poll will be open for seven days. So yeah. uh, Make sure you get on there. Get on there. We'll get some data. We'll do some research. We'll present our findings. <laughs> and always remember, you can post topics that you want to hear about. So make sure if you want to hear us talk about something or have, want to hear our opinions or if you care about them, make sure to post something on there and we'll see uh, if we can talk about it. Uh, I just voted on the poll. Poll is currently trending <laughs> at 100%. Uh, of of course I do. So, so far I'm winning. <laughs> uh, yeah, so a little sidetrack there. But yeah, I don't ever take my ring off. I do, however, not know where my real ring is. Speaking of wedding rings, I have no idea where <clears throat> the ring is that I had on my wedding day. Really? Somewhere in my house. Like Mercedes probably. It's in your current house, you're yes. pretty sure. Yes. I just haven't seen it since I lived there, which is a year and a half ago. <laughs> <laughs> so I've had the silicone one on for a long time. And the other one I must have just took off and put like in a bag or, I don't know, in a drawer. What kind of silicone one is well, that? Well, I don't know. It's a, uh, it's called a Qualo. Okay. Or Qualo. Yeah. Q-U or Q-A-L-O. I like the uh, the thinness of it. Isn't that the same as yours? No, my. So let me go grab my silicone one. Yeah. So part of the problem is I have petite baby hands, but. <laughs> oh yeah, like, that's look, a big one. Look how tall that one is and how thick it is. Yeah, where'd you get this? Just on Amazon. Yeah, like doesn't, like this one's super flimsy compared to yours. Yeah, I think I would like that a lot better. Because this one, like, Does it if, hurt. No, it just feels like, just feels really big on my hand. Dang, that is. Where my metal ring is super thin. I got like the thinnest one I could get. <laughs> uh, Man. I know. Yeah, my ring size is like a six. I think it might have been like five and a half. Dang. It's like t my fingers are teeny. Little baby fingers. It's okay. You're still a man. <laughs> uh, well, sweet. On to uh, our big topic for today. That is our Desert Island Top 5 sitcoms. 
Spawn from hearing Caleb, one of our other friends, say he thought Friends was better than The Office? Yes. He, he said that, that he thought Friends was better than The Office. First and first. I was so outraged that I thought I needed to have an entire platform to talk about <laughs> all of the sitcoms. Ever. Yeah. That okay. I think are better than The Office. Or than... But they're not what's better than Friends. We're just trying... If we were on a desert, yeah. what are the things we would watch over and over and over again? Yeah, sitcoms specifically, uh, which I think makes it a little bit difficult because I would consider a lot of TV comedies not necessarily sitcoms. Can it be a cartoon? Mm. Or do you not consider that a sitcom? I don't think I'd consider that a sitcom. Why not? Because I feel like, despite its name being about situational comedy... Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, a sitcom to me feels like, I don't know, like a very specific genre. Yeah. I feel like animated. That cuts out one of mine, so I only have four. The Simpsons? How'd you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I'll allow it. You're gonna... I'll allow it. Well, now I feel bad. But I think we should start from five. Like our, the fifth, the least favorite of the five. Are we going to just go straight through? Uh, I think we should talk about about them as we're going through. Okay. But we'll start uh, with an honorable mention, and then we'll work our way from five to one, okay. and we'll compare our lists as we go. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Do you want me to say my honorable mention? Yeah. So what's your honor- honorable mention? Frasier. Ooh. That's a yeah, good one. It is. And uh, I don't think I appreciated it when I was younger. My yeah. dad used to watch Frasier a lot. Um. But, like, I don't even know if it's on very much anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it is, like, on some local channels, too, and stuff. But I just really enjoyed the style of the comedy. I think it's dry a little bit mm-hmm. compared to, like, something where it's just really funny that you're going to laugh at a lot, like some of the other ones. But I think it's similar to Seinfeld and that it's a little drier and it's a little more, um, I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. But, yeah, I liked just the idea of the show and him being a radio host and his brother living with like his dad was really funny and i don't know yeah i just kind of liked it yeah not not good enough for the top five but it was definitely one like if it's on i i watch it yeah i don't know did you used to watch a lot of fraser uh uh but that it sounds similar to how i think of like uh i really enjoyed spin city never saw it uh especially with michael j fox before he got or before he the Parkinson's made it too difficult. Like really like watching it when it's on, but like I've never, I've never seen all the episodes. I, oh, I, I've never watched it yeah. of Spin City. Oh, okay. Like okay. I've never like watched it outside of, oh, Spin City's on. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. So my two honor- honorable mentions, I feel like blur the line between a television comedy and a television sitcom mm-hmm. in a way that makes it difficult for me to choose either of them, even though both of them might be higher than five on mm-hmm. my list, okay. might be in top four. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> I excluded them, but Freaks and Geeks. Never saw it. It, it was like a hour long okay. show, okay. which... Again, I think sitcoms Gotta can't push you can't no. push that hour limit yeah. unless it's a Christmas special, the Benny Hanna <laughs> Christmas. Uh, and the second one was is Arrested Development, okay, which is kind of a sitcom, but it's I feel like it's more of a comedy yeah. than a sitcom. Yeah, 
I've only seen one season, if that, of Arrested Development. Dang, man. And the only thing that sticks out is uh, a never nude. That's all. That's all and everything anyway brings a resume. There are dozens of us. <laughs> and there's the scene where it shows him in the shower with his jean shorts on. <laughs> his cutoffs. <laughs> Which is really funny. Uh, and they're, it's funny that they're jean. They're yep. jean, jean short cutoffs. But <laughs> other things that he wears underneath everything else. <laughs> like the most uncomfortable. Yeah, like you could just wear another pair of boxers. Like, why are you wearing jean cutoffs? <sighs> okay. Yeah, I've never seen either of those in, in great length. Spin City. Oh, no, Spin City wasn't one of them. Arrested Development and, and Freaks and Geeks. Freaks and Geeks. Wait, I've never seen Freaks and Geeks. Freaks and Geeks has Ever. Seth Rogen. Uh, Is that newer then? No, it's old. Okay. It, it's like when they're kids. <clears throat> um, it's got, uh, what's his name? James Franco. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all like in high school. Uh, it's good. It's yeah. really good. Okay. I'll have to look it up. So, Judd Apatow. Dang. I think, right? I don't know. I've never seen it. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so number five, Boy Meets World. That's yours. Yeah. Man, that's good. You consider that a sitcom? I consider it a very classic sitcom, like okay. Cosby Show, like stylistically, okay. like yeah. Cosby Show, Full House. My my five is similar to that. I think it's Roseanne. Okay. Very yeah. Similar, like classic. Yeah. Like it's family. It's yeah. not always funny. It's. There's yeah. lessons to be learned. Yeah, yeah. Boy Meets World, man. I absolutely love Boy Meets World. Topanga. I'm pretty sure I own every season. Oh, you own them on DVD? <laughs> A friend purchased them all on DVD from a sketchy <laughs> YouTube seller, and they came and they were all like burned DVD discs. But you still have them. <laughs> Well, then I took his burned DVD discs and I loaded them onto my computer. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so I have like a back alley copy of Boy Meets World. It works. It works. Uh, Man, Boy Meets World is so good. Yeah, I love Boy Meets World. Yeah. Like the perfect amount, which I feel like all those classic comedies like Roseanne, Boy Meets World, Cosby Show, like all those family, uh, what's the one? Uh full house like yep. some of those shows they're funny but they're like sentimental too mm-hmm. like just enough to where it's not just like like seinfeld there's like not really anything sentimental in seinfeld yeah you know um but like in those in those shows similar to the office you know like they get you to feel a little bit yep more and that's why i liked roseanne too um reminds me of my childhood yeah i think in roseanne specifically too <clears throat> Uh, the mom reminds me of my mom, like the way she talks and her attribute, like the way she is a mom to like her kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like the show cause they're like poor mm. or not poor, but they're just like, like he's like a blue collar worker, like doing right. something. Um, which I just, I really, I know, I don't know. I like, I think that makes the aesthetic of the show. I like it. Yeah. 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 I, I, I never really watched Roseanne. Man, I don't even really know what Roseanne's about. It's just another family show. Yeah, like there's a mom and dad with three kids. One's a dude, and the girl's rebellious, and the dude's a little jerk. And there's like an older daughter too. And like, it's just like it. It reminds me so much of like maybe what it was like to grow up 
I don't know, like every episode, it, this opening scene, they're like in the kitchen, like eating and stuff. You know, yeah. like every every opening, every, the opening of every episode, like they're in the kitchen and the dad is like sitting at the table and there's like this old school refrigerator and they're get You can like when they open the fridge, you can see all the food in it. So it's like in that part of the set. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just like in the kitchen a lot in the living room a lot. Like, I don't know. It's just. Yeah. I don't know. It reminds me of like, hey, this is like realistic. It's not like full house is realistic. Yeah. But then you got uh, Bob Saget, who is super dad, who has all these analogies, and it's like, man, I never, you know, I don't know. Some dads are like that, but not, not every dad's yeah. like that, you know. Like, yeah. the perfect thing to come back for any problem or like consequence or mistake. Like, I don't know. It's just a really realistic show. You should watch a couple episodes. Hmm. Why yeah. Do you, why do you like Boy Meets World? Um, one, I, I love William Daniels, uh-huh. Mr. Feeney. Oh man, he was good. He's so good. Uh, I just love the age that it starts at and how many seasons it runs. Like all you, the way through college. Yeah, all the way them. like through college. Like, and you see like a lot of life events and yeah, I don't know. It's fun. Man, I love the storyline built into Boyne's World too of like Sean mm-hmm. not really like getting along with his dad. Yep, and being a part of their family and kind of struggling to find his like identity, identity. Yeah. yeah like he's like there's like that there, there's like that little bit where he goes through that season of like the leather jacket which i guess he always kind of had a leather jacket yeah. but just being rebellious and being stupid and totally Corey's trying to like bring him back in and and then the older brother of Corey. yeah Corey's older brother yeah, what's his name uh eric Eric. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's all like cool when Corey's young, yeah. but then as he gets older, he's like super dorky. Yeah, and, and he's like that guy that's like out of college, living at home still. Yeah. Working at, when he worked at like an outdoor place or something. No, uh, grocery store. Yeah, grocery store. Because his dad got him the job at the grocery oh, yeah, store. Yeah. Because yeah. his dad was a grocer. Yeah. I really, I really enjoyed it. There was a lot of jokes that go over your head when mm-hmm. you're younger still like yeah. surprisingly you know yeah. like because it was like an abc show i think mm-hmm. originally yeah um so there's like but didn't it was it nickelodeon it got flipped to or it wasn't uh, ABC. it finished its run on abc family okay okay yeah oh, yeah it was so good so yeah i i really enjoy it um and i i feel like ben savage does such a good job through it like his i don't know it's something about uh, especially those early episodes, something about it that feels a lot. There's a lot of parts in it that feel a lot like Brighton Beach Memoirs, which is my favorite stage play mm-hmm. uh, of just like Neil Simon as a kid, like playing baseball in the backyard and mm-hmm. like seeing things through his eyes. And yeah. he like really cares about baseball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it just feels very like that. And uh, yeah, I remember I always, I always really liked, uh adam scott's character in it he plays like the like the bully oh yeah he plays one of the one of the bullies in it yeah as like a kid and it's got the guy from but the butterfly effect (laughs) he's like the big guy yeah yeah and then i always remembered that one episode where they had to wrestle like the big guy Mm -hmm. the big bully it's like one of the first two seasons yeah and yeah i don't know i just love I, I just love that also the halloween episode they're all any halloween episode of any show is always it's so, so good. good so yeah. memorable yeah and it, they're like locked in that in the building and i think uh somebody gets killed with like a pencil yeah like through their head and they slide <laughs> down and it like draws on the wall yeah yeah and then uh and then i think it's sean's like we'll always remember 
he was this tall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he always had funny jokes like that, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think all those shows, too, like, something I really, like, liked about them was, like, this. it sounds weird, but, like, the style of homes that they lived in. Yeah. Like, the feel of them. Like, I always used to think, man, it'd be really cool to live in a house that, like, had that layout and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Like, his room, mm-hmm. Corey's room in uh, Boy Meets World, it's, like, that slanted yeah like the uh, attic room almost yeah and like the window like their seats on the window like i don't know it's just really neat yep. like we don't have homes like that in arizona because it's no. all contracted stucco. home stucco yeah. but like back east and stuff they have homes like that but yeah like his driveway with the basketball hoop on the on the above the above the garage like i used yep. to always want a basketball hoop like that totally so i don't know yeah i think that's a roseanne's the exact same way which i'm surprised you never watched it yeah like the exact exact style kind of like show style of show I think what really makes Boy Meets World uh, for people who haven't watched it is Mr. Feeney is the mm-hmm, teacher. Mm-hmm. He's their teacher in like all through high school, in like everything. sixth grade or seventh grade uh-huh. when it starts, when the show starts. But he's also his next door neighbor. Yeah. So like really the main characters, it goes like Corey, Sean, Topanga, who uh-huh. is like their their like the girl in class that he likes at the beginning of the show. And spoiler alert, they like end up getting <laughs> yeah, married. Yeah. And then <clears throat> he's and, a college teacher too. And then Mr. Feeney, yeah, he becomes like a high school teacher yeah, and then becomes yeah. a college teacher. So like <laughs> he, they're like all together on this journey through the whole thing. It's yeah. really fun. Man. Another show that reminds me of that is home improvement. Yeah. That, that almost made my honorable me mention, man. That's a good show too. Yeah. And they have the next fun. door neighbor. That's like the similar, Wilson. like Wilson. You yeah. never see his face or his eyeballs. You only see his eyes. Like no. he'll like come over for dinner and uh it's like something <laughs> like something's always like obscuring his yeah. face somehow which i don't understand that uh, was it just part of the show i think it just started with like oh that'd be funny if like you had a neighbor. it's just a it's like kind of a nosy neighbor but he helps solve the problems yeah. he's always poking Some, his head over has a lot of wisdom and, and different things right and then and then I, that just became like a gag I wonder of, what he really looks like i think in the final episode like they show him they show his face it's been a long time since I've seen like Tim the Allen, final episode, yeah. but I think I've seen every episode of that. Yeah, I Jonathan love... Taylor Thomas. Yeah. I was a big JTT fan. Yeah, all three of the kids in Home Improvement. Yeah, were really good. Yeah. Okay, number four, How I Met Your Mother. But you think that's a sitcom too? I mean, I guess. Yeah, I think that fits fits into the sitcom mold. Okay. <clears throat> I actually didn't like How I Met Your Mother. Mercedes used to watch it, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, this show's lame." Didn't or I don't. didn't? I didn't. No. Now it's one of my favorites. I didn't list it in my top five, but uh, me and Mercedes have watched it a few times through. Yeah. Um, but she watched it, and then I like caught her in like season four or something or other, and I was like, "Oh, this is really good." So then we restarted the whole thing and watched it together because I didn't like it at first. Yeah. That's a great. I caught an episode one time, and was like, "Oh, that was that was okay." And then I did like a Vegas trip with a friend of mine when I turned 21. And so the night before we left, I was just like staying over at his place. And he was like, you've never watched How I Met Your Mother? And so we watched like the first 10 episodes, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, just, I like, just like yeah, yeah. bam, 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 right in a row on Netflix. And uh, I was just like hooked instantly. I cranked through, I think that was, how many seasons are there? Let's let's, let's like, say there's seven yeah, seasons. There. So if there's seven seasons, there was like five on Netflix at that uh-huh. time, and it was about ready to like air the sixth okay. season. 
cranked through all of the episodes uh, in like two weeks. Dang. And then watched through them again. Man. So like by spring, like it, that was like a two weeks the first time and then a couple months uh, the second time uh, with my roommate. And uh-huh. so by the end of that spring, I was just like, I fi- like found myself <laughs> so emotionally <laughs> attached to the characters yeah. in this wildly irrational way yeah. where it felt like they were friends of mine. You know, like I felt, I felt like I was like, you felt like you knew him. Yeah. I was like wondering what, you know, Ted was up to or, you know, wondering what Marshall was doing. Like Like, as you're watching, these aren't people (laughs) like, no, like as I'm like going about my day. Yeah. That's crazy. (laughs) And you were like fully engulfed. Yeah. I was having dreams about them. Like, yeah. Such a good show though. Yeah. I, I find it a really good i don't know this is very well written uh i mean they have great actors in it oh yeah uh neil patrick harris josh radner uh allison hannigan Mm -hmm. what's marshall's name i don't know um uh he wrote and starred in forgetting sarah marshall ah what's his name no idea oh my gosh yeah there's something about that he's, he's probably the maybe the most well-known now out like, of all of them of all of them besides neil patrick harris yeah like no, neil patrick harris is pretty well known but i mean like now like, like that, people at st- this point in their career like he's probably oh, the yeah. most sought yeah yeah he wrote the muppets movie yeah he's great, and starred in it great comedian um yeah he's, he's a really good writer i didn't it's know he wrote the muppets yeah Dang, it's funny because in Forget Sarah Marshall, he like did the Dracula play with like Muppet characters. Yep. <laughs> Which I thought was really funny. Oh, I love Forgetting Sarah Marshall. So good. We just watched it in the Mercedes recently. Yeah. It was on Netflix. Jason Siegel. Uh, yeah, that's it. Gosh, man. I knew it'd come to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good show, man. And again, I think it's the same with all these shows, is like the things that happen in the show are so relatable to just different things that like you go through as a person. Yeah. Um, even when it's like minuscule things that really aren't even important like when his car dies and it's at 200,000 miles yeah like those types of things like I'm driving a Scion right now that's at 210,000 miles and whenever I see the speedometer like that's one of the episodes like that's something that I'll think of like oh man totally Marshall's car made it you know all the way here or like yeah I don't know I feel like in that show more than other shows like I feel like like I had maybe it just hit me at the right point in my life but there was a, it prompted a lot of like introspection for me. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like there's a lot of episodes that you walk away going like, like man, like do I do that? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, do I act this way? Do I act I... this way? Yeah, like just Ted and the various girlfriends and wanting to be with Robin. Like, yeah, and, just, and like yeah, and how decisions that are made. Like it just it yeah. just felt like there was a lot to there's a lot of thought put into it into the show yeah. that that I feel like if you are so inclined, you can actually like use it as a device to oh, look yeah. at yourself. Or you can find yourself in all those characters yeah. at some point. Definitely. The local bar meeting place. That's yeah. super cool. Like, yeah, like man, it'd be sweet to live above a place like that and that be able to hang so every great. single night. Yeah. Not for the alcoholic reasons, but just the, 
just the the hanging out like getting to know people yeah Yeah. that was always like a dream of mine and mercedes knows this too but uh to like be a part of a place that like knows my order every time (laughs) i like show up yeah like i think that'd be just like the coolest thing like when i walk in they know who i am and know what i'm gonna order already so they don't even have to come get my order like they just know what it's gonna be is this to transition to your next? Is your next one cheers? No. Okay. <laughs> that would be clever, though. That would be a good be segue. I'd say my next. So, uh, yeah, what was your four? So, my next, uh, well, my fourth is, um, well, I don't know if I want to, now I kind of want to be my third. So, three of my top four are solely, like, nostalgic for me. Really? If that makes sense. And it's because of the proximity of them being placed on TV together. But, so I'm actually going to go my fourth. I'm going to switch it. My fourth would be The Office. Four. Fourth. Wow. I know. I know. It's probably, yours is probably way up higher than that. Yeah. I'm assuming. We, we can save The Office discussion yeah. for when you I. Wanna, you want to save it? W- yeah, when we get okay. to mine. Because so then it four. will be. A longer discussion. Yeah. Um. So my, I'm, I don't want to say all three at the one time. My third is MASH. Okay. And I, I like I, I knew said, you're a big Mash fan. Yeah, I really like Mash. I kind of just want to tell you my my top three real quick because it, it all plays together. Okay, I have to. So Mash is number three. Simpsons is number two. Seinfeld is number one. Okay. Um, <clears throat> is that the Fox Ten lineup? It's the Fox Ten lineup from uh, <laughs> when nine, we were in like school. Yeah, from nine to twelve. Yep. So from nine to ten, there was two episodes of Simpsons. From ten to eleven was two episodes of Seinfeld. And then from 11 to 12, which was like that late night show, was MASH. Nice. Um, and growing up, I, mean, I think we've talked about this on here before, the reason why I'm inclined to watch Seinfeld all the time is because my dad and me used to watch it every night. Yeah. Uh, with a bowl of cereal. Um, with like, without fail. Like, I remember times like in high school on like a Friday night where I'd go to like a party or something. Mm-hmm. And I would get home like late like 10 30 you know which isn't late but i'd get home like at 10 10 30 mm-hmm. and i would right when i got home i'd pull a bowl of cereal and my dad would come out publish and we'd watch seinfeld like there was like a thing we did all the time regardless of like where we were and this happened from like my freshman year even into my first two years of college because i lived at home yeah uh, before my parents had split up so i think the reason why seinfeld is has such a special place for me is because of that experience i had with my father but then on top of that, The Simpsons was right before it, and mm-hmm. The Mash was right after it. So I would always, usually, like on a school night, I wouldn't be out, so I would watch The Simpsons too. Like I'd watch yeah. The Simpsons for an hour, watch Seinfeld for an hour. My dad would sometimes watch The Simpsons. And then for a good portion of my high school years, my four years, I slept on the couch in my living room. I didn't sleep in my bedroom. Um, Just like the couch? I like the couch. I'd bring a blanket and a pillow. <laughs> my sister started doing it for a little bit too. Because That's she'd funny. come out and watch Seinfeld. My sister's a huge Seinfeld fan, too. Um, but for a large portion of my high school years, I would sleep on the couch, and I would, um, like, after Seinfeld's over, I'm still awake, and MASH would come on. So yeah. I'd just watch MASH. And I think similar, The Simpsons really has no sentimental value for any reason, but it was just funny and stupid. <laughs> and I really like the characters and just the irrealistic situations that, you know, would happen. And maybe that's why it's not a sitcom. Yeah. Because it's not realistically situational like for, for anybody. I would call it an animated comedy. Yeah. I think there's the potential for a genre-fitting sitcom that is animated. But I think the genre that Simpsons fits better in my mind mm-hmm. is animated comedy. I can see that. 
Yeah. So there's not anything that like ties me directly to, to Simpsons uh, besides just the fact that I liked it. And yeah. it reminds me of, again, the nostalgia of like what it, what I grew up watching. Like if it's, if any of those three are on TV, I'll watch them. Like mm-hmm. I won't switch to find something else. Like I'll always watch them. Yeah. I don't have TV anymore. But if I'm like someone watching TV or if I'm on Netflix and it pops up, Simpsons is on Netflix. I don't know if it's on Hulu. I'm sure it is. I think it is. Uh, longest running TV series. Yeah. Ever. Uh, the Halloween episodes of The Simpsons are always like so good. They're hour long, so they're yep. not 30 minute long episodes. MASH is similar too, uh, because MASH I would just watch when it when it came on after Seinfeld. Um, but I think it was just the idea of those three shows like being in order, like have become my favorite. It's like my favorite, my favorite, my favorite thing. Um, I kind of just talked about all of them, which we were going in order from three to one. That's but, okay. Yeah. That's all right. Well, we're done with your list. <laughs> I just thought of another honor. I guess honorable mention that I, I did didn't too. even have on here was community. Did you ever watch community? No, I love community. Okay. Currently rewatching community. Is that an older show? Uh, I think it started when we were in high school okay. and ended when we were in college. Okay. So it's, I, it's really good. Yeah. It's really funny. I have two more honorable mentions as well that I thought about when we were talking about all these things. I was just thinking of the, uh, with the Halloween episode, the uh, uh, you're talking about Halloween special, uh, the community, like uh-huh. half of the episodes turn into like thematic episodes. Uh-huh. Like I'm rewatching right now and they decided to build a pillow fort. <laughs> but then one person like in the one of the characters said, oh, well, can I make a blanket fort over here? And they're like, no. <laughs> And then it split off into like two factions, so they're like war- the entire school is now like warring over pillow forts versus blanket forts. Can you find this on Hulu? Yeah, it's on it's Hulu. Good? It's oh, funny. it's so good. Yeah, maybe I should watch it's it. It's super funny. Uh, yeah, you would you would really enjoy it. Um. So, yeah. What were the other honorable honorable uh, mentions you? Thought? Everybody loves Raymond. Oh yes. Which I thought was so funny. Uh, uh, that's like a that's like a t- that was the TBS lineup. Oh, it was so good though. His brother lived across the street he was a cop or something or his parents lived across the street or something yeah. like that that was just a really funny show like Ray that Romano was. was super funny um and then the other one uh, that I really like um is King of Queens oh yeah King of Queens is good I really like King of Queens uh, I think that's a that's <laughs> just a funny Jerry but, Stiller is so oh, funny he's so good and he's in Seinfeld too <laughs> he is in Seinfeld all, all right. right so we'll move on to yours all right are so, we on number four or number three we're only on we're, number... we're on three for me. Okay. So I've got three more and you're done. All right. Number three is Parks and Rec. Mm. Maybe the one you just you. Yeah, I don't. I've never seen it all the way through. Yeah. Um. So I've never had like any any draw to watch it. Yep. I think as soon as Adam Scott, we've talked about this and before. Rob yeah. Lowe come into the show, makes yep. it better. I makes I don't better. think I've seen past the first season. The first, I never finished the first season. The first so. season is the most different. Than all the rest. From all the rest. Is it similar to The Office and how the first season of The Office is kind of like trying to be too much like the uh, yeah, English a little bit. version or British version? That it's. I think they were trying to be a little bit too much like The Office. I see. And they, they, they kind of felt it's found NBC their own voice. too, right? It's yep. NBC. Okay. Yeah, and it was kind of built like that. I remember when it when it first came Different out. Different writers, obviously. Um, or no? No, it's so I, I'm I am pretty sure the guy that plays Moe's on The Office writes both sh- shows. No. I'm pretty sure. No, because the guy that plays Ryan and the guy that plays Kelly Kapoor... Like, they're, are... they're on the writing staff, but I think he's the head writer. Is he in Parks and Rec at no. all? 
man Moe's in the office. <laughs> Such a good character. All right, I'm going to look this up real quick. Yeah. But yeah, I think they were falling into a trap of trying to make her almost like a Steve Carell character, but like not mean, uh-huh. you know, and, and it just, it just like her character was somewhat rewritten in the second season so that she's not, I, mean, I think we've talked about this on yeah. the podcast before this, she's not as ditzy. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I find it to be very good. Okay. Um, so if we look on here, writers, so, yeah, so Michael Schur. Oh, that's Moe's. That's Moe's. Writer on The Office. It's funny looking at him like yeah, that. Yeah, so he wrote all all of The Office, all of uh, Parks and Rec. He's a writer on Saturday Night Live. Oh, he writes The Good Place. I've heard The Good Place is actually a really good uh And Brooklyn show. Nine-Nine. Yeah. All right, so that was Parks and Rec. Number two, Seinfeld. Number one, The Office. <sighs> okay. So. Man, you put The Office above Seinfeld. Yeah. For me, The Office is like the most rewatchable. I feel like it's quotable in a way that maybe no other show is. I agree. And I think it's just, I think we will look back centuries from now on The Office and think, that like, man, that was an just an incredible conglomeration of talent, comedic talent yeah. in one show. Yeah, you know, uh, that's it was like the perfect show for somebody like Steve Carell to play that role. Oh yeah, you know, and and it was the perfect show for somebody like John Krasinski to play that role. Yeah. You know, yeah. I feel like yeah, Rain Wilson, like the perfect show for Rain Wilson to yeah. play that character. Yeah, <clears throat> all the characters, and to see all the characters in that show that have come out of that show and done like just way more things, other yeah. things. Uh, Daryl, I don't know his name in real life. Um, but all the movies he's been a part of comedically, mm-hmm. um, Kelly Kapoor, like what she's she has her own show now on whatever, I forget what it's called, but it's like Mindy a, Project. Mindy Project. <clears throat> I think that just ended recently. Yeah, but and I feel like every one of those characters, well, not everyone, because not all of them have been in other things. Maybe they have been in like smaller projects, but yeah, such a good show. So good. And I think it goes. We've talked about The Office. I think in length on. A earlier podcast mm-hmm. emotionally it's just so drawing to like get connected to the characters oh yeah um similar to maybe how you were talking about um how i met your mother um right. but with the office it's like you you almost feel like they're not actors which i think means that it's a pretty good thing yeah. like you don't i don't i don't look at them like oh they're just acting in this show but like you feel like they're real people that are just really go to an office like that and totally do those things and i've cried in the office you know yeah i think i've said that before but especially towards the end of it you know like when michael leaves and all that you're like holy crap like this is not just a comedy but there's so many other things that are developing in it into such a emotionally invested show which partly is why not just because the office but i don't watch tv shows very much anymore Mm -hmm. like i can't watch new new shows um so my wife mercedes she watches a new sitcom or show like every week like she's constantly starting all these new shows yeah and i she always asks me like this is us i don't know if you've watched it <laughs> i watched one episode and i stopped watching it and everybody's like oh you're crazy you didn't even finish the thing i'm like man i just can't like the emotional investment i can't invest i can't in invest it. in it like i can only give myself to so many shows <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
like I can't I can't fathom like so I I don't I don't I don't start any new sh- I haven't started a new show. I started one new show recently and I only watched one episode and I'm not going to watch it anymore, which is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. And I heard it was like the funniest thing. Someone had offered, said, man, you should really watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Like, I think you'll like it. 22 yeah. minute episodes or something, like really short. Um, I find Brooklyn Nine-Nine funny, but. Yeah, and I thought it was funny. I just don't know if I can keep watching it. Yeah. I don't It was almost find like stupid as, funny. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I, or I moved out of my parents and so I stopped recording Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. And you're not missing it. I've never missed it. You yeah. know, like it, it doesn't feel the same. Yeah. It doesn't hit the same things that something like the office oh, does yeah. where it's like, it's like, I don't know. There, there's, there's like a factor of like, well, I could just go back and watch the office. Like what? Yeah. That's where I'm at right now because we stopped watching it probably like a month ago, maybe like a month and a half to two months. That's a pretty long gap. We finished it. Like we finished all of them. <laughs> And the last season is I don't like it. Like I hate getting through the last season of The Office. Every yeah. every time I get to like the ninth season, like when it pops up on Netflix and it says you're in season nine, episode one, I'm like, oh my gosh! Like I just <laughs> not because it's ending, just because of the emotional toll of like Jim moving to Philly and then their yeah. marriage becoming like rocky and yeah. Pam confiding in the camera guy. Like all these things that are just happening all at the same time. It's like, man, I just don't want to watch it anymore. Um, it's like Scott's Tots for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I'm just like, Michael, how could you be so foolish? <laughs> You've already seen it. Uh, that's the uh, oh. But I got every laptop chargers. <laughs> <laughs> but like now, like I'm, I'm ready to like The Office is the only show that like pulls me back if I haven't watched it like in a long time. Yeah. You know, where like right, like even now as we're talking, like tonight i'll probably start it now that we've talked about it i'm just gonna go home and start season one again because it's that show that like is so relevant it's so relatable in daily conversation with anybody that show comes up all the time yeah it's just so good yeah i feel like i feel like my place for tv comedy it's almost like like nobody's complaining about not having tv comedy to watch because there's so much good TV comedy available from what already exists. And I feel like the only new shows that I tend to watch are new, like Game of Thrones, Westworld, mm-hmm. um, Ozark on Netflix, uh, Jack Ryan just came out I on seen Amazon. That. Good? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's real good. I don't have Amazon. So, but it's just fun. Like, like, those tend to be the new shows that I'm starting, but all of the comedy stuff. Uh, it's not the same. It feel, Yeah, it feels like like that void is filled in my life yeah, already. Yeah, I don't need any more. <laughs> <laughs> but I, still, I also feel like a lot of, and I'd be interested in seeing The Good Place, knowing who the writers are now. But Is that on Netflix? Uh, I don't or know. Or is it on Hulu? Maybe it's on Hulu. I don't know. I think they're on like the third season, though. Yeah, so maybe it is. But I've heard really good things. Uh but re- like recently, like even Brooklyn Nine Nine, like Brooklyn Nine Nine was fun, but like it wasn't good, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't a really did you watch good it all? show. I watched like five seasons, okay. yeah. Okay. And yeah, it just it doesn't feel even like like I I I enjoyed the first season of Modern Family. I thought was super enjoyable. Oh, I forgot about Modern Family. And yeah. then over, I feel like every season is like half as good as the season. Yeah, before. it's like they're just trying to find stuff to fill. It, it. Yeah, yeah. It, it it feels like there's just massive drop offs that that 
like the office even in that final season i feel like doesn't have yeah. the same level of drop off no like it's still funny like there's still the stuff that makes it funny. it's still funny and it doesn't feel forced yeah there isn't like a forced feeling to the comedy yeah and i think that's what uh shows like big bang theory i can't believe that show is so popular around, yeah like it it just it just feels forced at all times. Yeah. It, it doesn't feel like they think you are intelligent as a, <laughs> as an audience person. Yeah, yeah. Where a show like How I Met Your Mother, same network but very different showrunner. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I feel like they're assuming that you can keep up with them. And then there's shows like Arrested Development that assumed that a little bit too much and got canceled. (laughs) You know, so like there is a a spectrum of like being able to be wildly popular. But now now Arrested Development is more beloved than, you know, so many shows. Once it came out on Netflix and people started watching it. Right. So and it's always been critically acclaimed. But yeah. um, Yeah. So I just think it it is interesting that I'm glad we did this with sitcoms because it is such a wide-ranging oh, yeah, yeah. genre. Yeah, because I have other shows that I really enjoy that aren't sitcoms. Yeah. Yeah. Do you and Katie fall in the same category of shows? Like, do you guys watch the same... Like, do you guys enjoy the same types of things? For the most part, she also really enjoys, like, Project Runway. Is that, like, uh, more reality TV? Yeah. Where, like, designers are yeah. competing against one another for dresses. And she also really likes this show called, like, oh, I'm going to butcher the title of it. Like, I don't know, Married at First Sight, I think. Oh, where they, they don't even know each other? Like, yeah, I've seen that. Like, experts, put them finger quotes, experts, yeah. put them together and they have 90 days to decide whether or not to stay married. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what is this? This is garbage. <laughs> Mercedes is right now watching... Uh, bachelors in paradise yeah and that's the same deal it's like this is so dumb like these these people are crying all over the place like you're on an island with like 30 other people trying to date one person like what do you think is gonna happen you're gonna fall in love with this person and i feel like that is the worst possible way to start a relationship yeah like how'd you guys meet well we were on an island like 40 people (laughs) kissing everybody yeah we, we were on an island and i competed with 30 other people uh and i almost lost but i made it i made it Uh, man yeah that's good that does it for today's show like we said earlier follow us on twitter instagram comment hit those how you polls. like it hit the polls rate us if you like it please there's like one rating on there it's justin so we need to we need to ramp, ramp it up a little bit that's right and share with other people subscribe do whatever you can if you enjoy it help us out see you bye